So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, what we're going to be chatting about today is we have probably one of the best, um, call it sales mindfuck people in the country. Uh, this guy just knows how to influence through conversation. Like we're going to talk about all kinds of, I don't even know what the hell you call it. But one of the problems that I see so many real estate agents is I don't believe we're in the business of sales anymore. I believe we're in the business of service. So how the hell do you sell someone without really having to sell them so much in an obvious type of way? Like, for example, nobody wants to go in and be like, hey, you must buy this property. How do you get someone to want to buy the property just through conversation and all of that? I think that's what we're going to be getting into today. We're going to we talk are. a little bit about some NLP. Um, so without further ado, you guys might have heard of him before. He's got a really big name. He's known all over the country, probably the world. And um, we're going to mind fuck you today. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and introduce Mr. Michael Burnoff to the show. Michael, how are you, bud? Doing, doing great, Mike. And I appreciate it. what an intro mind fucking people. I got to love it. It's the, uh, it's the get new their term. attention, man. Yeah. I'm from Jersey. It was like jobs offered when you get older, you could be a fireman, doctor, mind fucker, you yeah. know, it's uh, a <laughs> professional it's, mind fucker. Yeah. Well, um, I, we do get on fucks in people's minds. I mean, especially in the world today. I mean, people have a preconceived notion. You don't realize that you're not up against another house or another realtor. You're up against every other sales experience they had in their life that we have to literally turn off when we first get started. So I think a lot of people don't realize this will help you with dating as well. You single people or your married married people will make your relationships work. We're going to do a lot. This is going to be a fun show. Michael, go yep. ahead and tell everybody whom you are a little bit briefly. Tell them uh, yeah. a little bit about you and we'll get into this. Well, 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 ADD is one thing we'll get to start with. We talked about that earlier. So I'm yeah. uh, uh, from New Jersey originally, if we want to get geographic, live in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. And my background for the last 20 years was an obsession with a concept called communication on what makes people do what they do, how to get people to do what they really want to do. Not how to get people what you want them to do, but how do you get people to actually do the things they want to do? Like they want that house, they want that relationship. And I have really studied a concept called getting people over their average, wrote a book called Average Sucks, which is about how middle-class people, I don't know how you grew up, Mike, but I grew up middle-class, which is like called Stuck USA. And um, seeing people with big dreams, big visions and like La Jolla, right? How the hell do you get there? My parents said, you know, work hard, be a good person. That didn't work, right? And then what did those people do to actually get the results that that I wanted in my life. So everything is really how to overcome that force in your life that holds you back. And it's in sales, it's in life and the big pitch on selling yourself. So I've been at this since um, a coach was an idea of a guy with a whistle in his mouth, pre-MySpace. It's how long I've been doing this shit. So um, funny. I'm thrilled to be here. So what is the biggest problem? Uh, and I agree with you. I think that, let's start from the beginning here. And um, 87% of real estate agents fail. Okay. They just don't make it after five years yep. in the business. And I, I, I don't know what the stats are for the mortgage side, but I'm sure they're pretty close. Um, but I believe it's because I think the whole industry's changed. I, I don't think people want to be sold at anymore. And when a lot of these agents are working on so many of these old school type prospecting, you need to do this, you need to do that. Nobody wants to be told what to do. They don't want to be sold. They want to be served. So how do you adapt to that? Let's start with that because that's where people are really stuck. And there's a lot of gurus still teaching the shit that worked in the seventies and the eighties. And let's be honest, that shit doesn't work anymore. 
um, yep. for most of us. And most of us don't aren't raised the way to even implement those types of prospecting type systems. And what we're seeing is a big fundamental shift from attraction into attraction versus prospecting and going and chasing business. So what do you say to the 25 year old vet that is just used to cold calling everybody and everything right now? And they're saying, Hey, you know what? This isn't working like it used to. Why is that? Well, the first thing you gotta, you gotta do is there's a little technique that I teach the difference between acknowledging and agreeing. So if you did want to get someone to change and this will help everyone again, if you're married or anything, this is very important. So people want to be acknowledged, right? They want to be agreed with. So if somebody were to say to you, something isn't working, you want to look them in the eyes and say, I totally see why you might say that. And are you looking for it to work or are, and this is a very important conversation because if they're like, I'm going to push harder, I'm going to go harder. You need to let them do what they're going to do. And I've learned a lot as a parent and in life that you got to let people do things. So if someone's like, this isn't working anymore, you want to say, I totally see why you might say that. It sounds like I agreed with you, but all I did is acknowledged you. And then I'd say, are you open to solutions? Are you looking for something different to have happen? Or are you, uh, do you want this to just work? And a lot of times people just want this to work. And I'm going to say, I'm going to wish you the best with something working that could never work. But if they do want to change, what you have to do is ask them a different question. So I love this term. And I learned this a long time ago. I, I was doing a podcast the other day for a guy and he goes, what do you think I should charge for speaking? I said, let me ask you a better question. What is your reason for speaking? And they're like, <laughs> I mean, he's like, well, shouldn't you just be telling me to triple my fees and, and quadruple my costs? I said, no, why are you even bothered doing it? And he goes, well, I want to get my message out there. I said, okay, great. So your cost should be enough to get you by, pay your bills. And how do you get the most exposure? So it's not about cost. So if a guy's 25 years in the field, does this guy, Mike, want to change or is he just pissed? Yeah, frustrated. It's funny you said that. You just said something interesting. Um, That's why I'm not answering the question because I really want to know what we're doing with the dude because I don't want, I'm not a therapist. I'm a solution-oriented guy that gets a result. So continue on. Forgive me cutting you off. No, th this is interesting because I was at a, uh, God, I used to be a broker owner with Exit Realty and I was at their sales training for franchising. And uh, one of the gals came in and taught DISC. Yep. And I always, at that time, and this is like eight, nine years ago, and I was very... Um, like I was one way track. I didn't listen to anybody. I yep. ego, all that other shit. Um, but she goes, she goes through a story and she started talking about how you have to talk to an S type personality. And so I'm sitting in this conference and my wife texts me and she's like, I'm fucking sick. My throat's hurting. So normally how I answer that question is, well, go fucking rub some dirt on it. There's NyQuil in the damn, in the, in the thing, go take some. That's but not what she, she just, wanted. No, it, it, not at all. This is what's so funny. Cause you just reminded me of this. So as she texts me, Angel, uh, her name is Angel Tucker. She was speaking and she's like, see, here's how you have to do it. Ask her, hey, does your throat hurt like this? Or does it hurt like that? And then give her a go, hey, honey, why don't you just go out and give? So she, I asked my wife a question is what it came down to. And I said, hey, should you do this or do that? Just same way you did. I'd get to compare. You do this or you do that. I asked to answer a question with a question. I said, why don't you go out and do that? She sent me like this long text about how sweet I was. And I'm like, see, I could have totally went the other way with the conversation, but by me investing just an extra bit of time and asking a question versus just like me regurgitating my response, um, who knows? Maybe I got laid that night. Um, you might have to look. Just, you might have to look back in your calendar and see if you gave yourself a mark. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's true. It's like so. Walk me through that because um, what is? I want to be the consumer. Okay, I want to be a home buyer and a home seller, so we can put this in the context of everybody. Let's 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 do and it. Let's I, just I, role play it because. 
Here's you can't sell thing. a house to anybody. I years ago, I, I remember like thinking, oh, I'll sell a house. I'm not an agent. And I try to sell my house to somebody. I must have been the scariest dude in the world. So I tried <laughs> to sell somebody to want a house. It, people don't buy houses. So um, so walk me through the product. Where are we at? Are you so asking me to list? Yeah, I want to give you a scenario that everyone's facing right now. Um, will you rebate a part of my your commission um, as my agent? Okay. So uh, there's a lot of ways we could look at this. And um, the answer is um, no, uh, and I won't. Um, and we don't need to do that. And the second you start doing that, you, you shouldn't do that. So uh, are they expecting that? Is that normal right now? More and more agents. What's happening right now is more and more agents are there. The value they bring to the table is being sure. questioned, whether you're on the buy so, side or the sell side. Let, let's kill this off at the beginning. So my suit guy, right? I'm not wearing a suit right now. I'm wearing a t-shirt, right? But my suit guy says, walks up to me. My, my buddy that plays for the uh, Cowboys said to me, he goes, um, he goes, listen, man, don't get sticker shock when he shows up. And Brent walks in and he goes, just want to be really clear up front. He's my suit guy. And he goes, I will apologize immediately for price but I'll never apologize for quality. So we just want to get out of the way of once. I am not cheap, but I'm going to get you what you need. So, so what I do, what I would do with people is I wouldn't even engage the conversation. Why people would ask that is they would never ask that of a very confident person. So there's a thing that you're doing that is allowing people to ask that. People don't ask me to discount my fees ever, not a million years. I don't get discounts. I don't do that. I give stuff away if I choose to, like for you guys, I'll, I'll give you guys some goodies later if you want them, but I'm only doing that because I choose to, not because people ask. So we've got to ask a question back and say like, are you looking for a discounted process here, or are you looking to effectively find the home that you're looking for? I need to understand your intentions going in. So we need to get very clear Great. up front. Perfect. So, That's that right there is the answer. Yeah. So here's the problem. This is not, I'm not looking for a transactional relationship with you. I am looking to offer you extreme value. I know my cost. Now, why don't you tell me right now, this is the most graphic powerful example I can give you. I want you to tell me something is expensive. So just, just, just tell me something, just say, Michael, that's expensive. Just give me that real quick. Um, the price, <laughs> the price of gas. No, uh, no, I'll give you a more tangible one. Just wa watch um, 6%, what I do. 6% is yep. a lot. Okay. Actually, uh, I did want to tell you, Mike, that is the going rate. It is not a lot. It's just unexpected. And that's the thing people don't realize. It's not expensive. It's actually unexpected. People don't plan for these things. Do you see what I just did? It's not expensive. It's unexpected. And here's the deal. It is not a lot. Your home has a high value, correct? Which means everybody wins. So the question is, because it's a lot, it requires a different kind of a seller, a different kind of a buying situation. So a lot of times people think, they're attached to their house. So we've got to get in their head a little bit. They think, oh, you don't know how hard I worked. I stayed in this house for three years. I took a risk. You don't get it. I gave birth in this house. My kids, like, they've got all this emotional attachment to what's going on. It's their value. And the other thing is, are we going to spend time uh, negotiating back and forth percentages or are we going to get this house sold and find you the house you're looking for? You have to let me know what's most important, saving you a couple of bucks or spending the time finding the house you're looking for. I need to know. So I just don't have that conversation with them. I don't, I don't appreciate that kind of buyer. And I just don't deal with those kind of people. You can give those away. Now, granted, you're in Manhattan, you're selling something, someone wants to move because obviously you probably want to move out of there to somewhere else, right? Because it's crazy down there now. And um, you want to get out of a place in Manhattan and it's 35 million. There's a different conversation we can have. But if it's a standard $1.7 million home, five, 6%, that's the going rate. That is what it is. And I'd look them in the eyes and I'd say, you know what? It is a big number.
and you should be proud of yourself how well you did purchasing the house, the big number you're going to get because you're going to win a lot. You've got to throw right back at them, build their ego. I got to tell so you that good. 6% is beautiful for me. And what's even more beautiful for you is you're getting an enormous check from the title company. That's a beautiful way to put it. Um, why do we lack confidence to do that so much? Like well, what's the real reason behind it? Yeah. Because um, like I've come across a situation and I'm always, and I can, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. And I can see myself like being at cross from a listing appointment and someone who doesn't have a ton of like extra capital in the bank might be like, fuck, that's $20,000 in my bank account. If I get this thing sold, should I go down to 0.5? Should I go down to point? That's what they're really thinking in their head. So why is that? And how do we get over that? Well, here's the deal. This is the most powerful thing I learned recently that'll blow your mind. So we don't want to say no to people. And here's why we don't want to say no. I want to go back to childhood, right? You were begging your parents to say yes to you for most things. I wanted a GT Pro Performer bike. I could tell my age by that. That was the bike everybody wanted. It was $300. All the rich kids in the neighborhood had it. I had a freaking Huffy. If I even bothered asking my parents, I would have got a no, correct? I wanted a Voltron toy. My parents would have told me no, right? All the, remember Voltron, right? Yeah. Um, and so we don't want to say no to people because we know how no feels. But let me tell you a little bit about saying no to people. This is why we're not good at it as human beings. When I say no, Mike, no. Instantly, the opposite happens. You turn on and then you get power. And then you feel so powerful, you don't know what to do with it. And you actually suck the power out of them and they feel insecure and you're actually worried about them at this moment. So when you actually look someone in the eyes and you say no, you're not lacking confidence saying no. It's that when you actually become powerful, you don't know what to do with that power. And that's the most fascinating thing. I've never heard anybody say that in my life until I said that the other day, but I want you to think about it. So when someone says, will you do for 5%? You could say, I totally appreciate you asking, have the confidence to ask. The answer is no. Here's why I respect myself. I respect what I do. And that is the going rate. If you're looking for a bargain agent, you do not have the right guy, period. Yeah. It's all like that delivery. Like, you guys, look at like, do you think Josh Altman and all these like million dollar listing agents like? No, Josh is not doing that. No, they don't. They don't ask for anything. They just sort of show up. They don't even show up with a freaking listing presentation. It's just it, their brand, and they're they're already hired before they even show up. And again, that's what content, a lot of content, a lot of uh, your personal brand does. But that's another uh, show. Um, that's really good on how you said that. Um, I love that. I'm thinking it, it, it's, it's a confidence play and you'll have to get used to it. So I appreciate you asking. First thing is you give them a kudos. I appreciate you asking and I give you confidence for asking like, good job, buddy. I appreciate you. Like, I know we're listening now, but I got tap on the shoulder. Like, good job, Johnny. You did really nice throwing that ball. Uh, the answer is no. And here's why I do respect what I do. I have to ask you, are you looking for a discount agent or are you looking to effectively sell your home? That is not what we in my agency do. And if you want that, I can make a bunch of referrals, save you some time, but I'm going to tell you now's the time to sell that house. Let's get it done. So step one, confirm and agree with yep. statement. Always. Give Let's them apply kudos. this to dating. Let's just go to a different situation. I got to work this out in my head a little bit. Let's go apply ahead. this to dating. Michael. <laughs> you asking me out? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't. So two dudes right here. I'm trying to wish you were a chick. It'd be a lot easier to do this. Um, no, but. Uh, how does how does this apply to dating? Let's just take some guy walks up to some um, girl and they're at drinking at yep. the bar. Yep. Um, you come here often. See, they're expecting that line. And anytime you sound like anything anyone's heard before, it changes everything. So back to real estate, then back to dating. And the reason why is what I what I teach people when they're recruiting agents and Big Black loves to recruit. I always tell everybody this line: Do you know the biggest reason real estate agents fail? 
is because they think like real estate agents and they need to think like business owners. And that's the problem. If you think like a real estate agent, you're not doing business. You're only thinking like an agent buying and listing. You need to think about the value of your time and everything else. So the second you change the scenario, I know you hired mm. me to sell your house. Just want to let you know, I can never sell a house. I can do a great job. I can do a great job showing your home to people and make and in and that can't even influence them. What I can do is I can suggest very well to them and they can decide to buy, but no one can sell a house and I don't want to sell you either. That's a change in platform. So if you're talking to somebody at a bar, like I worked with pickup guys for years. And if you're talking to someone at the bar, like I use this technique. And when my wife saw me teach this, she goes, you use that shit on me. And we're married <laughs> with our kids now, right? So yeah. what I would do is I would, I would ask people, you want to let people know what's going to happen next. So where people get nervous is when they don't know what's going to happen next. So when I use the technique, uh, if you're dating or selling real estate, I would, I would walk up, I would say, whether can I, can I buy you a drink or whatever it is you're going to do? And then say, Hey, um, could get you a drink. We have a quick conversation. If we enjoy each other in three minutes, maybe we could talk for five more. What you're doing is letting people know what's going to happen next. Then you mm. might say in the old days, we'd ask for phone numbers. Now we're asking for Instagram, how, right? How soon but, does that have to happen? Because like you, you bring it up, it's got to happen instantly. Cause they're already starting so, to be weird. Yeah. You're asking a quick question. Hey, listen, I like, can I, you know, get you a drink. We talk for like a minute. And uh, one thing leads to the other. There's a connection. Drink, talk for a minute. Hey, and if after a minute, we're still getting along, maybe we could do five more minutes. So how, how five about minutes, this pickup line to you? Yep. Uh, you're a chick. I'm walking up to you at the bar. Yep. You know the biggest reason why 90% of the guys here are scared to come up and talk to you? Yep. It's because they don't have confidence. And I yep. do. And I'm a little nervous here, but who knows? Maybe me and you could talk for five minutes. Maybe you think I'm a total creep, but we're never going to know unless we have this drink. Can I buy you a drink? 100%. That'll work. Uh, I, when I taught the, uh, when I taught you catch that, concept, that all you single guys out there, I, I taught that? that the concept to Sam and, uh, Sam and Oliver once I said, but you know, the biggest problem in real estate today is people lack confidence. So what happens is we work it backwards. So whenever you work it backwards with somebody and you say, do you know, the biggest problem with being at a bar today is the lack of good communication. And you know what happens when the lack of communication, you get bored. And you know what happens when you get bored? Um, you wind up talking to the wrong people. You talk to the wrong people, you get mad, you get bothered and you have a bad night. So I figure we might as well have a good night. Might as well talk, have a good conversation, have a drink <laughs> and then if it works, we go from there. So what happens is you create the problem and then you solve it back the other direction. So watch this. Do you know what the That's biggest great. problem with going to a bar these days? people forgot how to communicate. And when they don't communicate well, do you know what happens? It's annoying. And when you're annoyed, you get frustrated and you're frustrated, you leave and go, why did I bother drinking and wasting money? Very so similar nobody, to my sales script. Um, it is a sales script. Yeah. Nobody wants to waste money. Nobody wants to be mad they drank and nobody wants to be frustrated. So let's have a quick, good conversation. If it works, we'll talk for five more minutes. So what it is, is you're creating a problem and solving it in advance so they have to stick around and watch it occur. But you're also doing it in their benefit, yes. not your own. Because what, if you go back to the, if you guys followed us, he gave an example about recruiting. And he said, you know, the number one reason why real estate agents uh, fail. But what a typical recruiter would say in their first sentence would be like, do you know what we can do for your business? Right? That's typically what a recruiter would say. And it should be, no, you got to get their attention first, teach them something. And then you have the permission to sell your shit later. 
Yeah, I mean, it, when you, whenever you're like you're looking to recruit an agent, you want you want to look at them and go, listen, here's the deal. Um, we're not married to the agency we're with. We like the agency we're with. It just seems to be the best opportunity that we have at this given moment. If something comes up better, that's where we'll go. We're business owners, and we think like business owners because ideally we like to help people and make money. That's all we're after. It just so happens we're you with this company now. Yeah. The benefit of saying that is it takes the pressure off them. Because whenever you're asking somebody to make a switch of companies or, well, let's talk about a mortgage right now. Like if you're, yeah. if you're, if you want to talk mortgages, cause I know a lot of mortgage people listening, dude, you're asking me to reveal what kind of underwear I'm wearing basically to get me to go. I don't care if it's 1% from seven, I have to go admit my, my faults and weaknesses and everything to you. Go look things up, talk to my wife about difficult things and call my accountant, bookkeeper, embarrassed, talk to the IRS here, have it all. It, it, it's odd, right? That's so we've got to get people to understand that the, the reason they don't refi is it's annoying. Um, getting a mortgage, we have to admit, is annoying. So we need to be upfront and go, listen, um, getting a mortgage and saving you money and getting you a house is not the most fun process in the world. There is some stuff. We're going to help you with as much as we can. I'd like to pretend it's going to be easy. It's not complicated, but it is going to be about a two-week process of us going back and forth. Here's the thing. We're going to build a relationship together. We're going to get to know each other. Inbox is going to have go from zero times emailing to 250 in the next three weeks. But here's the best part. At the end of that, you will be in the home that you want and I'll meet you at the title company and we'll get this thing done or whatever your promise is. When we say that to somebody, we have just got them over their biggest problem. I don't want to do what you're about to ask me to do. That's why I am will sit with my my arm that I have right now that's at like 3.1 because I'm not going to take the time to save the money. It's annoying. I don't want to do that. And I'm going to get a bunch of phone calls from people, but I don't need it. I, I owe zero. I basically own my place outright. But the point is, you get the concept there? Yep. Makes a lot of sense. I keep saying it, like quit selling your service and start selling the solution. It's a problem yep. they may or may not know they have. I love it. Let's get into um, marketing this because yep. I think a lot of the, yep. I mean, let's, let's build them a, a seller. Let's build them a seller script. Here's the biggest question I'm getting across the country right now is I need listing leads because no one wants to work with a buyer. You can't even buy a house. It's like, it's, it's torture right now. Um, and everyone's asking, Hey, how would I script a listing video? And it probably would go something like this. I want to get your opinion on this. I'm just writing this off the top of my head. Um, you know, you want to move out of that house, but the you know you want to move at the house, but you have nowhere to go. Is that right? There, yes. like that, you know you want to move out of the house, but the problem is, is that there's nowhere to go and where are you going to buy? And if you do, you're not going to be near the nearest neighborhood you are anymore. Like, are you saying call out the problem instantly up front? I mean, it, 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 is, the, it is the truth. I mean, I, this is why I'm not moving right now. I mean, I could get, I mean, people knock on my door every day. Like, they're basically like, here's a couple of million extra than you paid for your house. Right. Here you go, Michael. Right. And, um, but I don't have anywhere to go. So we're going to stay there. And I like having basically no mortgage. Right. So are these people really wanting to sell? That's my question. There are people that want to sell, correct? And we have to convince them to sell, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so what I would do is we have to draw them a different picture than the reality than they're currently in. So we've got to take people. So there's the beginning of the story, right? So if we're making a marketing video and this is free advice for everybody, I would say something like, look, we're in the most unique time in the world right now. Uh, people are sending flyers, knocking on doors and everybody's buying houses. And it's an absolute guarantee we can sell your house for more than you paid for it. Okay, am I correct about this? Yep. But there's a bigger question. Where do you go and what do you do? That's it. That's well, great. Now, now that we know that, we have to ask you even a better question. Where do you want to be in the next five years? 
Because like every trend in the world, things like VCRs and ET and Star Wars, things go up and down in this world. And this too, like everything shall pass. But when it passes, there's something most people don't realize. There's going to be cash in your hand to buy the house you're ready for when it's time to get it. So the question is, are you willing to take all that hard work, all of that courage you had to invest in your current property, put it off to the side for a minute, so one day you could finally live in the house you've always wanted to live in. Very few people will take advantage of that one concept that I shared with you. And they're going to be the ones living on the golf courses, doing the thing. It depends your neighborhoods, right? Doing the things you want to do. Cause we're basically selling these people to go live in an apartment for a couple of years. Am I correct? Is that, is that the pitch right now? I mean, is that it? Or make <laughs> a, a condo? I mean, I mean, it's a big problem, man. No one has anywhere for people to go. And then nobody has an appropriate story. So, so what I mean by an appropriated story is we've got to sell people a different adventure. So here's the thing, like during this COVID thing, I remember when Oliver called me and, I, and he asked me to, to speak on a, on a show that I was on. I said, what a wonderful time to be a real estate agent. Everybody knows they hate their freaking house, right? Because they're stuck in it, right? Like you're insane. You're locked in. Your governor's to stay home for so long, right? So you're locked in your damn house. You know the ins and outs. You did not buy a quarantine house. You know what you hate about your current home. But the question is, um, are we willing to point those things out to people? So everybody's got an ideal house. Your ideal house will eventually come available. Now, here's the better script. Are you willing to get out of a relationship? So owning a home is a relationship. This is a script that I would have. Ooh, and that. everything is a relationship. The question is the relationship you had with your current house has a huge payoff currently. Are you willing to take the huge payoff while you work on building the appropriate relationship where where you wanna live down the road? So think of it this way. It's like raising kids. You buy a house to raise kids and eventually you're in the wrong house. But here's the deal. You're in the right house right now with all the moves you made to get the payoff. Could you have imagined 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when you bought that home, if somebody would have said, I'll give you 500 grand or a million more than you paid for it, would you have taken it? The answer is yes. But the challenge is most of us get greedy. We don't realize this is the payoff you've been looking for for a long time. Take the next two, three years, work a little less, enjoy the money, save the majority of it. And when you're ready, when the right home pops up, you'll be ready to move in on it. When the market corrects, you'll be ready to take advantage. It's the market corrects. And it's also like, you gotta be, it isn't that, okay, let's get really clear. It isn't that you can't find a home. It's just taking more time and effort than it used to. There are homes available. It's just not as easy as it was. And that's another thing we need to say. Like, it's not like there's an inability to find a house. There are abilities to find houses. You can knock on a door, like in The Godfather, we can make him an offer. You could knock on a door with a gun and basically say, I'm taking your house. That's what Bugsy Siegel did to take his house. And I don't know if you knew that in, uh, in Vegas when he wanted the house he took. I'm not recommending it. Please don't go do that, especially not in California. You get arrested. So there's always an option. But what I'm getting at is it isn't like there's no houses. It's a lazy man, a lazy woman's approach. You can't say that shit. Actually, all of you agents need to stop saying there's no inventory. Shut up about that. There is inventory. It's harder to find. You actually have to work now. It's okay? true. It's true. Everybody is uh, a bullshit concept. Yeah. They're, What's they're, that? They're saying it's so hard being a real estate agent right now. And they're really just talking people out of. No, you've got to work, buddy. Yeah. You've got to work. It's not hard. You actually have to work. You have to, you have to earn your three to 6%. It's right. Um, so that, right. that's how I would do that. Let's switch the belly to belly. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go to person okay. and let's start talking about body language um, do it. and the importance of all of that. Yep. Um, because um, 
you know, I tell people all the time on content, like no one's, people aren't going to retain 10% of, of your videos. Like no one's going to remember what the hell you're talking about. They remember how you talked about it. They remember the smile you had, what you're wearing and all of that. Yep. So it's your body language and your tonality and content creation is what's more important. I don't care what the fuck you're talking about. I care you're smiling while you're doing it. Yep. So um, let's, uh, when you're in person um, mm -hmm. and you're meeting someone, yep. say for the first time, um, what are best practices and all that? Because the yep. way you approach and all that is, is going to be important too. Like, um, like I don't have the hardest handshake ever. Yep. And it's not it's just by nature. What is that? What is that weird thing you're doing? Is I, that like a yeah, it's a, yeah, I got like this like little scissor like, hand. Freddy Krueger. Guys always call me out like, dude, fucking shake my hand like a man is what they say to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, Pfft. so I guess I have a weak handshake. And I know if that. If they ever say that to you, just say, I'm just helping you become manly, buddy. Just turn <laughs> over. So, um, you're already doing it on that too. <laughs> yeah. So what, 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 I, what, I would, what I would do is you got to remember the number one thing. So here, here's, here's the rule to everybody. I don't care if you, how long you've been married, Mike? Um, good question. I don't know. Uh, nine years. Okay. Now I'm 10 right now, 10 years. So we're about the same time, right? 2012, you got married, right? Yeah. So, um, so let's, uh, let's play a little game here real quick. You wake up in the morning, you look at your wife and what's her name? You said Ellie, Ellie. And you look at Ellie and you go, what's your, who are you? And she goes, and your brain goes, Oh, that's Ellie. That's my wife. It's not that you didn't know your brain needed to remember what it was. Like you look at this, oh, it's a microphone. How do I know? Last time I saw it, it's a microphone. So whenever you meet someone for the first time, here's what happens. I'm gonna give you two very important things. You're meeting at Starbucks, you're meeting at Tim Hortons, if you're Canadian people, whatever it is, but you're gonna, you're gonna go meet somebody for the first time, right? So their brain is like, who are you? So what I've learned how to do is there's two things that you've gotta do. And one of them is just so freaking easy. They're either gonna judge you and make up who you are or you're gonna put that thought in their head and they're gonna put it in there. So if you're ever late by example, you show up late, you're the asshole that's late, right? So what I've learned is if I'm ever late and it's truthfully, I was doing business and I would say, actually like the beginning of our call here, I had a little bit of an issue. Uh, I would say to you, Mike, forgive me uh, being a few minutes behind. Um, I was finishing something with a client one of the biggest things that I do is I finish what I start and I'm very client focused. So I just wanted to let you know that I would promise this person I'd finish something and I'll be the same way with you. And I just had to do what I said I was going to do. Now, you know, me as a guy that did what I said I was going to do. If I'm walking out on stage, I could say, hi, I'm Michael Burnoff and I'm a speaker. You know that about me. That doesn't give you any value. Imagine saying this. So how do, how do you talk about 20 years of business successes and failures when you only have 10 minutes? What do you know about me when I say that? What do you presuppose is true? Damn, when I say, good. how do you talk about 20 years of real estate experience in five minutes? What do you know about me? I'm freaking good. Yeah. I didn't say it. You made it up. So I would say, how do you help somebody get the, how do you take all, like, listen, I know we only have 30 minutes right now on the, at this uh, Starbucks right now. How do you talk about 30 minutes? How do you talk about 10 years of selling hundreds of houses and prove to you I'll do a great job if I have like 10 minutes. So what happens is you're presupposing you know what you're doing or you can walk up and just say like, you know what I love about selling homes? It's finding out about people and finding out how to get what they want. I do the same thing with my kids in soccer. Now, you know, I'm a kid and soccer person. So I put these thoughts in their head. That's number one. Mm. Number two is we have to get them off of what you think that you're gonna do. So what happens is when I walk up, I always lead and, and pace. So if you're, if you got there early, I'd say, oh man, look, Mike, you already got your coffee. I'm about to get mine before we sit down. I'll grab my coffee and then we'll have a great conversation. What kind of conversation are we going to have? It's a great one. So I've already put that in your head. I'll find out. I'll get you the perfect house. So what, 
whenever you point out the three things are true, the fourth automatically becomes true. Whatever you pick that in advance. Say that one more time. Run back to that, that last section. I'll Maybe do it slower. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it slower. So anytime, like I'll give you an example. If I gave you a stock tip today and let's say Apple, it's going to double tomorrow and it did. Would you like that? Yes. Let's say it said tomorrow, hey, the interest rates are going to go to 1.5, wait a day. Would you like that if that happened? Yes. If the next day I said, be careful turning right outside of your house on the freeway because there's an accident. If those three things happen, would you trust me on the fourth? Yes. The brain automatically accepts that if three things are true, the fourth is automatically true. It's a very simple law. One Damn, plus one plus one equals four. Interesting. Never so that. Let, me, let me prove it to you right now. I'm going to get you to yes me immediately. And you can fight me and it's still going to work. I'd say, Mike... <laughs> You're looking at me right now. We've been here for a little while. We're sharing some stuff. You're going to realize this is great. Yeah. You just agreed to nothing. How, what are you realizing is great? I have no idea. So you just <laughs> guessed me. Just now, like, yeah. You can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. But if you ask for a subtle suggestion, things start to change. So I would say, you know, Mike, as you're sitting here right now at Starbucks, you got your coffee. That's two truths, right? I just got here. That's three. I already know this is going to be a great meeting. You will too. You just agreed. So it doesn't even have to, it's just so subliminal, like so, 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 so subliminal. So that's an actual thing. Four yeses, three, four, you could three. And then the fourth, like you could, they'll probably even, have you ever like said something crazy on the fourth and like, they watch, this. Still watch how good this gets. Hey Mike, and I'm just going to do it with you right now. Yeah, so yeah. Mike, you know, we've been here a while. You've talked, I've talked, we've shared a bunch of things. This all is going to get better. But here's the best part. The more I talk, the more you listen, the more you realize you need this. Yes. You just agreed. What do you need? You, I, I don't even know what you need. But you just went like this. The crazy part about it is, if you ever watch the news, so the alter ego of what I do is the people they hire like me to help the news. I don't like those people. So I don't work for those people. I work sure. for, that's like Berserko and Superman. I'm Superman. They hire my evil brother to teach them how to do it. But watch the news and they'll be like, all right, well, good morning. That's one. And welcome to Fox or ABC or CNN. That's two. I'm glad you're here. That's three. You're going to learn a lot today. That is not true. That is getting told to you. That's how they take over your brain. Do you understand that? Yep. Makes and it happens. Sense. Comedians. I train comedians. I train UFC fighters. I work with all these guys. They, they get in the head of the, uh, I teach them how to get in the head of their opponents using the same technique. All right, man, you're here. I'm there. We're fighting in a couple of days and you will lose. It gets in their head. I will lose. You start programming them to lose. It's crazy. That's interesting. See, that's the power of the brain. Yep. Though, which is so just wild. And, uh, so walk, um, Walk me through the consumer shoes. Uh, let's yep. get this coffee uh, meeting going. Yep. Their biggest reservation, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this, the first thing everyone's thinking, at least when I'm meeting someone new, is like, all right, what's this guy's inside advantage? What's this guy's agenda? And are they going to rip me off? Yep. And I would say that advance, I would say, first off, I'd say, you know, I, maybe I use that technique. Maybe I don't. Let's just say I didn't. I said, hey, listen, you're here. Hey, listen, I'm glad you're here. We're going to learn a lot of stuff. Let's get a couple of things straight in advance. I want to get, get over a misnomer. There's no such thing as selling homes. So I just want to be really clear in advance. I can't um, sell your house or I can't find you. A, I can't sell you on wanting a house. So anyone thinking they can do that, it's wrong. What I can do is make some suggestions and I'm going to let you be in control. Done. Love that. I use that all the time and it always works. 
I let you be in control. So I would sit down and I'd say to you, listen, man, so here's the deal. This is the technique I use with my wife and I'll use it with you right now. I, I would say in, in a business setting, I'd say, listen, um, what's the name of your company? Real estate marketing dude. Okay. So I would say pretend real estate marketing dude is a real estate company or a mortgage company. And I would say, uh, and I knew that was the name of your company. I was talking more real estate, right? So I would say, let's pretend we work for ABC mortgage. I would say, how familiar are you, Mike, with the, the ABC mortgage process? Um, not too much, but I'm assuming it's like everything else. It's very simple. It's a very simple four-step process. Would you like me to tell you what those four steps are? Sure. Okay. Yes. Take me 30 seconds and I'll go quick and I'll go, you'll get it. And then you can decide too. So first step is a mortgage is a relationship because we're going to be spending a lot of time together for the next couple of weeks. So I want to make sure we get along. Does that make sense? Of course. Me too. Se second thing is um, I want to find out exactly what you're looking for because not all mortgages are the same and I might not be your guy. That's great. Love it. Step three, sense. step three. Is it okay if I go to step three? Yes. Who thinks they're in control? Uh, yeah, you got it. That's awesome. You are, but I'm actually in control. Yeah. Step three, um, I'll show you the options. And step four, you can pick. Sound good? Love it. I've just done, so here's the jack in the box, right? When's he going to ask me the fucking sale? Da -dun, da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. Boom, bye. Let's get it out of the way up front. Here's the deal, dude. In four steps, I'm going to ask you for the sale. I'm telling you up front. So I would sit down. Because, What's that? Uh, it's urgent. How important is it to talk about the money and all that shit up front? Like, hey, I'm going to ask you, I'll give you my rates. And um, like, how important is that anything you're selling to address the cost up front? Or I, just I get, it's out of the way immediately. I mean, here, here's the thing. With my wife, I said, listen, let me get, uh, how about I get your number? And we'll talk on the phone. If we like each other, um, we can go to lunch. If lunch works, we'll do dinner, we'll take it from there. It's the pro same process. You're letting people know the four steps in Frogger, how we get to the end of the game, right? Those of you, the 80s reference Frogger. So we want to let you know that a sale is coming, correct? And I want to let you know in advance because why would I want you to be uncomfortable? Let me slow it down. How familiar are you with Big Block's four-step process? They're going to say they're not. Then you're going to say, let me explain you everything we do at Big Block. Number one is it's relationship oriented. And if we don't get along, we don't move forward. Step two, I want to find out exactly what matters to you. Step three, I'll show you the options that are available. And step four, you can pick which is best for you. So if you want to get started, we can get to know each other for a couple of minutes. They're going to go out of their way to like you at this point. You have basically told them buying or selling is four steps. I have taught that process to the tune of billions of dollars to company with a B that I've taught that to real estate, mortgage, surfboard companies, dating advice, you name it. I have guys that use that at the beginning, entire companies with 10,000 agents that are using that in every single setting. They say those same four things. How familiar are you with XYZ's company's four-step process? The reason it's four steps is if three are true, the fourth is automatically true. Let's put the sale at four. Mm. That's great. I'm actually be using that on my own demos. It's interesting. I, I, I'm looking at just like my own stuff while I'm uh, hearing you out here. I'm sort of comparing it in just different situations. And uh, yeah, it's really, 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 really good. Um, relationship. So you guys, if you catch that, um, that's an unbelievable tip. How familiar are you with what we do? Number two is this is relationship based. Number yep. three is I'm going to show you all my options. Yep. Number four is, and then I'll show you what it costs essentially. And I'll break it down for you. And they're always saying, okay, that's great. Show me what it costs. You're right. Because people always, um, and if you don't address it the whole time, it's in the back of their mind, isn't it? Yep. Yep. 
Because yep. I see people never talk about price to the very end. Yep. And, uh, and you're an asshole if you do that. Do I mean, you feel, really are, aren't you? Do, do people feel like you're being, because they, they feel like they're being sold the entire time, right? I would say, listen, I am not the cheapest agent in town. I'm 6%. Um, you're looking at a house that's uh, $10 million. That's uh, 600 grand. Does that make sense? And, and here's the thing. I mean, that is the way this works. But here's the difference. I'm going to get you in the house you want, or I'm going to get rid of your house. I will, I will do what I said I'm going to do. And this is the part maybe you don't understand. Um, I take on all the liability. I take on all the risk. Am I correct? For that money, I take on having to find it, the network and the connection. So you're paying for experience. You're more than welcome to do it yourself. Yeah. But here's the difference. If you negotiate the deal yourself, you're going to lose more than 600,000. You won't get what you think you're going to get if you do it yourself. Makes sense. What do you think um, if you're in real estate or mortgage, what's the number one thing um, that you see as the industry? Cause you, you, you see all these different yep. teams and whatnot, where are they fucking up right now? What do they need to do? And what do people, what should they concentrate on now? Like when you're just looking at the overall, there's so many different things going on. You have eye buyers, you have all this stuff happening, all this paradigm shift, all this interruption. So what, if you're them, what do you do next? Well, nothing's really changed. I mean, I literally, there's a thing called the phone and I'd start connecting with people. People are looking for relationships. Relationship is the ultimate quantity and the, the ultimate thing that we need to, we need to get, uh, it's, the, it's the deal changer. It's, it's really, how did we get together? Through an introduction, right? So what I would do right now is I'd be building massive lists and massive networking right now because that is your value. And what I would do is get your people back on the phones, get them an email, stop being lazy and pick up the damn phone and start knocking on doors and talking to people. We're back to that world again. And it's called work. And the thing is we got lazy. We really did. Like it was, this is what's called normal reality right now. Earn your freaking money, do what needs to get done and ask yourself, do you really want to be in business or not? And that that's the big question. So what I would be doing right now, if anytime I'm not where I want to be financially, um, I pick up this thing. See, this is called a phone. It's got a cord. I have an old one in my office here and Still I pick it up. Those. What's that? He's got, he's got like a phone with a cord. Yeah. And I have a real one too, right? But um, <laughs> The real one's the sub. Yeah. But, uh, but I, first thing I would do is I'd start picking up the phone and I'd start calling people and letting people know what you're up to and what's going on and what's happening. And it's like anything else in the world. We can complain or we can produce. And that's the big thing is I think a lot of time is getting caught in complaining. The world has shifted a lot in the last couple of years. So I'll give you an example. I avoided TV for almost 20 years. I got back to network marketing when I was like 18, 19 years old. Uh, Jake Plummer's mom got me into, remember him, Jake the, yeah. Jake the Snake? His, Jake the his, Snake Plummer, he played for yeah, the Bears Jake, for a little bit. Jake the Snake and uh, I remember I went to school with Tillman and all those guys at ASU, right? And they got me- um, Peanut, Peanut Tillman, up? Peanut yep. Tillman. Yep, they got me, in, uh, they got me into- uh, they got me into direct sales at a young age. Like you got to get out. And this guy that started under Under Armour, one of the guys started Under Armour, um, uh, something Woods. Uh, anyways, he, he knocked at my door and introduced me to um, introduced me to uh, direct sales. I was like, you got to get away from your TV. So I got away from TV for years. And what happened was Netflix showed up in my life years later. I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch TV, but maybe I'll watch a documentary. And then documentary went to show show went to eventually back to it's okay to watch a little bit of the news stuff and we got as people a little lax on how we protect our minds so if i was an agent right now i'd get back to personal development i would get back to reading books and podcasts i'd clear our minds as well as you can and i'd start really working on the relationships you have and getting around the right appropriate kind of people because i'd say the biggest problem we have as people right now is we're bitching complaining instead of realizing there's tons of opportunity in front of us here's the part people don't recognize about to happen 
all the bitching complaining means half of the people are going to leave and they're all going to be gone and it'll happen again. They're going to be gone. They're going to get different kind of jobs, do different kind of things, and they're going to leave and we're going to have all the opportunity again. So what I would be doing is eyeball grabbing and I'd be building massive lists, massive networks and getting around massive amounts of people and um, start building your army right now. Love it. Thank you for um, the show today. It's fun and, stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you for a um, nice little pitch for our service because that's exactly what we do. No pun intended. Yep. Um, Michael, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners where they can find you. Folks, download yep. his book. Check this guy out. If you like the yep. comments and the um, and the content we spoke about today, um, yep. check him out. Follow him on social. So why don't you tell him how they could connect with you? Yeah, definitely want to get my book, Average Sucks. It's about really about how to get past that part of you that keeps you at the same rate. I mean, Average Sucks is a very, very, you can get averagesucks.com, Barnes and Nobles. You can go to Amazon, whatever. Go get the book. I always tell everybody, if you're not going to turn a $20 book into 50 bucks, don't buy the book. You know what I'm saying? Turn it into 50,000, turn it into a million. But it's all about how to break past that thing. Like if you're moving three houses a year, a 10 a year, how to get to 20 or 50. The only thing that'll piss you off is you'll want to do high school over again. Because once you learn what I share with you, you're going to be like, shit, why did nobody teach me that as a kid? <laughs> the other thing I was going to tell you is it's really cute to influence other people, but all of us have to learn how to influence ourselves. So I'm going to give everybody listening right now uh, the opportunity to work with me live for free. It's, I choose to give this away. It's, it's a, it's not a bait. It's, it's something to, it's an opportunity to work with us. So I got something called the average sucks challenge.com. If you go there, you'll pay full price. If you do a forward slash friends, this is for friends of the show. So it's average sucks challenge.com forward slash friends. And once a month, I work with a small group of people for free and I like to help them out. And here's why I know that if it works, you'll maybe we'll do some other stuff in the future, but check it out. And let me help you get past that block called yourself. And um, a lot of us are dealing with that. So that's, there's my, uh, my uh, little two cents to you. I mean, you got to learn how to influence yourself. If you want to get where you want to go. Love it, dude. Great show, man. And guys take what we listened here, uh, what you heard here today and put it into action. Um, Do something. Exactly what he said. And this is what we teach and preach on the show every single week. This is a relationship-based business that always will be going forward. And you cannot be a keyword warrior and continue to run in a referral-based business. It just doesn't work. And the only way you stay relevant is by consistently remaining in communication with the people that matter most. And that's going to be the people you already know, like, and trust because 78% of people will close with the first agent they meet with. And 100% of people have a referral for you. So when you start creating a lot of content and making a bunch of noise around your brand and reminding people what you do, you will start attracting business. And that's exactly what I want to help you with. So if you have any questions about how we work, come visit us at realestatemarketingdo.com. We'll script, edit, and distribute your videos and create your strategy so you don't have to think about it. Basically, it's video marketing done for you easy and it's simple. So all you got to do is take action, follow the road plan. The only time it doesn't work is if people don't like you. But like I said, it's nothing we can ever help you with. You're just in the wrong damn business. Appreciate you listening to another episode of Real Estate Marketing, dude. Um, tune into us again next week and connect with us on social, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and IG. And we'll see you guys in next week's episode. Thanks, Michael. It was a great show. See you guys. Great next stuff, time. my man. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.